We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we forded streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. And God helped those who stood in the way of business and progress and the USA. This is how the West was fucked. Welcome to How the West Was Fucked, a weekly examination of the fucked up fuckery of the 19th century American West. We'll be talking mountain men, explorers, cowboys, gunslingers, and the native tribes who had to suffer all these fucks. So this is How the West Was Fucked. Limber Nick cocksuckers. And it's probably going to make me poop. There's no probably about it. Okay, we've been recording for over two hours. Wow. Did we lose Will? I don't know. Nah, I can still hear him moving. I can hear him. I hear him scratching around in there. The fuck are you doing? Ooh, what? Where? Yeah. I what? don't like this. I don't like being able to not not see you in the room. Because I have oh, no yeah. idea what you're fucking getting up to back there. All right, R- Will, you ready to start talking about dicks? Let's talk about dicks, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome to How the West Was Fucked. Uh, fucked. We're supposed to do that in three-part harmony. No. Fuck that shit. <laughs> it never works. How the West Was Fucked. Was- See how stupid that sounds? Yeah. Fuck that shit. Okay. Anyway, right. welcome to How the West Was Fucked. Uh, this week, uh, we're going to be talking about venereal disease. Lewis and Clark and this guy named uh, Cy. And he has a lady's last name, too, so Cy Phyllis. Okay. Is that, is that oh, something? Oh, okay. A lady's Sim- name yeah. for a last name. Oh, Sim- Cy Phyllis. Oh, I get yeah, it. Yeah. So, uh-huh. uh, okay, Tony, we're going to start this off like how we always do. Tell me what you know about syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> I think it messes up your face and your teeth fall out. Yeah. And what what's it caused by? Uh if uh I think it's caused by uh vegetables. If you eat too many vegetables, is that what it is? Carrots, mm. maybe. Yeah. If you're sucking that homeless dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, so yeah, yeah. So we yeah, we've you know, those of us uh... Frost, Frosty the snowman dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see with the carrot. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. All right. All right, so the, yeah, those of you that passed like uh, eighth grade health class probably have some inkling of what syphilis is. Some of you might have uh, come across. Um, I some... went to Catholic school, so I don't. Oh, know. so you have no knowledge other than you know the the, the personal you know struggle with the affliction that you may have uh, contracted at some point. Yeah, well, <laughs> we we got it from uh, sister brothers. Sister brothers. Yeah. Do not even look at another person of the opposite sex. Yep. That's how you get it. Yep. Until you're married. Yep. Then don't mm-hmm. look at them at all. Then you can't possibly also. contract an STD whatsoever. Yep. Ma- marriage cures all STDs, right. according to. That's why you got to fuck through a sheet. All right. Anyway, uh, let's start out with, um, like, well, one thing in our our extensive research that I came across that I was interested by is just the overall, um, like, nobody can seem to agree where the fuck syphilis came from. 
Um, there seemed to be like uh, after uh, Columbus, uh, they were trying to blame it on getting it from the New World, except for it seems like it cropped up in Europe earlier than that. Am I am I wrong or not? According to that book, that the the guy who's in the big syphilis pocket. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. Syphilis. I'm pockets? having a beer in the morning. Well, we're talking about uh, what we're talking about is the the text is uh, venereal disease and the Lewis and Clark expedition by Thomas P. Lowry. And in reading this book, um, pretty much anything that he reads about in the journals that is any kind of affliction, he's like, I don't know, their feet were sore. It could have been walking 20 miles a day, or it could have been syphilis. So we say he's in the pocket of big syphilis, like just trying to... By know. the way, Thomas P. Laurie, the, uh, the uh, author of this book, went on to make millions of dollars in the salt industry. Yeah, the seasoning salt industry. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Which is also a cure for syphilis. I was just going to say. Well, it's probably just Garlic salt. probably just as effective as a lot of the things people were trying before that, because you know over the years there's been there's been a lot of like home remedies. Like we were just uh, before we started recording talking about like you know dipping your genitals in what beer and milk. Yep. Like a, you mix beer and milk together and dip it in there, or you do it separately, like you're batter like you're battering up a, like <laughs> that a would make corn dog or something. Fish fry. See if fish you had all yeah. if you had it in conjunction with a yeast infection, then you get like some pub style batter, like a nice. <laughs> some- some pub style syphilis. <laughs> nice, nice, crunchy on the outside. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Did you get gooey on did the? You guys uh, read that article about uh, Led Zeppelin fucking that lady with a mud shark at the Edgewater Hotel? No, I saw that you sent that, but I didn't have time because I was too re- busy trying to catch up on the uh, venereal disease in the core of discovery oh. thing. So that'll that'll be some light reading for later on. Yeah, the other thing that was funny, I bought that book at the uh, Washburn Visitor Center. Right. And the kids were like having a. Field, uh, literal field day. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, let's elaborate they, on the Washburn they, Visitor Center. Uh, it's by. They also uh, have a penis syringe there too. Oh, they had one of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so those of you who don't know the Washburn, he what the Washburn Visitor Center he's talking about is um, it's near where the encampment was for the core discovery when they stayed with the uh, what it was the the Rees, right? They stay with the Arikwa or they stay with the Mandan? No, they were the Mandans, right? Mandan. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's as close as you can get to where the village used to be. Of course, like the village now is where where it was is underwater because it's the change of the course of the Missouri and stuff like that. But they they did a reconstruction of uh, what was the fort? It's uh, Mandan. Fort Mandan. Okay, well that would make sense. Uh, but any which way. So like basically, uh, we were talking about shitty remedies for burpees, like dipping your dick and your you know stuff into uh, to milk and beer. But one of the ones that keeps on coming up, it seems to be like the most accepted one for uh, over time, is uh, using uh, what is it like mercury, uh, mercury calcite, or what, what the fuck was it? Uh, it's not just mercury. It's not like you're cracking open thermometers and just chugging Ramming the, it uh, up your pee hole. Yeah, no, nothing as fun as that. Um, no, let me see. No, you, you, mix, you mix the mercury with with Laurie's salt, yes. seasoning salt. <laughs> That's what that that's the thing is uh, uh you know there's lots of different kinds of uh, you know mercury that it, uh, uh, occurs naturally you know heavy metals like of course our biggest way of getting dun, it into our dun, system dun, these dun, days dun, dun, dun. is if you eat seafood you know like large alpha predator seafood and of course mercury is concentrated in the flesh of those uh, generally due to like you know burning coal shit like that but well, that's a good way to get it well yeah but that maybe that's why there's less syphilis now. <laughs> I, I, I doubt sure. it. Yeah, right. Um, well, they used mercury until like the turn of the 1900s. Right. 
Yeah. Well, what we're going to pitch is uh, there was uh, Dr. Rush, uh, like around Lewis and Clark's time. A, he was he was actually a pretty accomplished physician. Bass player, drummer, Yeah, guitarist. like Getty Lee. <laughs> yep. Hey, play I Like the Rock. That's April Lloyd. I'll play that Diane Sawyer song. Just fucking play something. That's why you're here. But uh, uh, basically, you know, you've got to remember at this time, uh, medical knowledge was like based on, okay, you're getting sick because of your humors. And your humors are like your black bile, your yellow bile, your phlegm, and your blood. Now, let me cut your hair. Kind of. Well, well, I, know, I, I, mean, I do you know one thing you. about the old days was like the, there were two professions that were shared. It was barber and doctor. Like you, you're both. Well, I think that a was lot of times. a lot more. Yeah, that was a little more uh, pre-colonial, I think. But you're not wrong, and that's kind of why uh, the doctor, you know, the or the barber pole has that uh, that red stripe down it. Yeah, that was to indicate they do bloodletting. So yeah. But bloodletting actually did persist on, you know, I think it started out in the Middle Ages, and it persisted on quite some time into, up until, like, you know, I don't know, later 1800s. But uh, either which way, uh, this Dr. Rush character... Uh, <laughs> it's not, you're never not going to be funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dr. Rush, actually, he was, like, the ma- most famous physician at the time. And right. he actually met with uh, Lewis and kind of gave him a little bit of training, like a day's worth or, right. or whatever. Well, and they also had the, uh, you know, uh, Thomas Jefferson had one of the largest uh, collections of books at that time, too. And uh, I think they said he had, like, almost 100 books about medical stuff, just random medical stuff, which at that time was amazing amount of knowledge, most of which had no fucking basis in science whatsoever. Right. But uh, still is as close as you could get. They're working with the information they had at the time. So the Bible. Do- so Dr. Rush, and also, you know, he, like you were talking about, he's given Clark some training, but he also had uh, uh, Dr. Rush's bilious pills. Uh, and yeah. I think the bilious comes from the, like, like, like I said, like talking about your bile. You had different kinds of bile, um, and depending on how much you had in accordance to how much blood you had is... Oh, you're going to be slothful, or you're going to have the shit. You know, they they thought everything was controlled by that, which they thought had a direct correlation with, um, like earth, water, wind, and fire. So I, I love that band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is turning out to be an unintentionally musical episode. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, I thought Billy's uh, pills probably they had fifty, uh, fifty uh, dozen. Yeah, they took the expedition had fifty dozen. Bilious pills, which literally were just this uh, uh, fucking, I can't remember what that kind of mercury is called. It's pretty much like you mix the mercury with shit that makes it taste not so bad that you can roll into a little ball. It's like, here's your pill, buddy. And uh, wow. not just was that meant to be a cure for um, for syphilis or other, well, also at the time we got to remember, uh, they kind of thought syphilis and gonorrhea were the same thing, just with different sy- symptoms. And also, like we were talking about syphilis back in those days, a lot of times, you know, your face would flat out like rot off, teeth would fall out. It's a little, you know, in the days since penicillin, we don't really see that happening as much around. But back then it was, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was not pretty. Well, they would yeah. let this shit run its course because they didn't know how to fix it. Well, nowadays, like you have syphilis, we can we can do something. Just get to us in, you know, yeah. a fair amount of time. But, well, and the thing is, nowadays, 
uh, it was always we were treating it with penicillin for so long that uh, now we're getting the uh, strains of it that are resistant to penicillin. But here, Holy here, Tony, shit. check that one out. Yeah, showing Tony uh, a picture of that gentleman with the. Uh, it looks like his face is covered in bees. Yeah, only it's. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Other than that, pretty good looking dude. He kind of yeah. looks like uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I guess. I think well, he just kind of looks like John Wilkes Booth, but everybody looks like John Wilkes Booth back then. Oh, so. yeah, dude. But either which way, okay, so you, uh, Will was talking uh, earlier about um, the, also the, the, the penis uh, syringes, which they, uh, along with their 50 dozen uh, bilious pills, they had, what, four penis syringes? Uh, sure. I think that's what that. they said in the book because, <laughs> like, you know, um, they, were they syringes shaped like penises, or were they supposed to go into your pee hole? They, they go in your pee hole. Or, They're slightly, yep. slightly curved. Or, Yep. Slightly uh, curved. That. Why? I because if you're gonna it needs to get up in that. Fuck guts. that. I would rather die. Well, they're made out of pewter too, so they're. Oh, <laughs> oh god. But uh, you're shoving a really cheap drum to, kit up your pee hole. No, thank you. Yeah. Well, they, they had all, rods to to put up there and irrigate it too. So. Yeah. So these are things like um, basically uh, when the, when Lewis and Clark were like uh, doing their shopping list for the whole core of Discovery. They needed to kind of figure, like, what are we going to need for two years? 50 dozen mercury pills, two penis rods. Yeah, yeah. But basically, you know, and they'd have, like, um, they had, like, only, like, one surgical kit, which was pretty much some scalpels and some tweezers at that point, which is kind of what you had. Put your fucking slide whistle away, <laughs> Dingleberry. Uh, <laughs> Never again. You you come over here and you record in my studio from now on. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, by the will, uh, uh, by the way, uh, uh, Tony and I are sequestered into the normal studio. Uh, will is in quarantine, so he's at his house. Yep. Yeah. Un unfortunately. Clap. Um, anyway, um, basically like at Core of Discovery though, they, they kept really good uh, records on, uh, what they all bought. And so we know the kind of shit they were preparing for. So they, yeah, they had the penis syringes. They also had, I, I saw like, was it a four nozzle uh, colon syringe for like blasting out your anus? Because that was healthy too. Well, that was four the thing about for, like, the four people pills, at once. That, it was just nonstop diarrhea for the whole trip. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the thing is this treatment, these um, these bilious pills, uh, and what, what happens usually when you get treated with mercury, uh, pretty much in all cases, you drool uncontrollably and you also drool out of your ass <laughs> uncontrollably. And that was apparently what how you knew you were getting better is you would be shooting all these toxins out of your. Does this sound familiar to anybody? Holy like, shit, dude! <laughs> like I, I, there's people that still subscribe to you know getting the coffee enemas and shit like that. Yep, it's about as medically sound as that. Just think of the poor horse just just covered in shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I know where someone's at. Don't want to stop every mile to have your diarrhea from drinking that alkaline water? Well, fret no more with crap chaps. We have taken the standard cowboy chaps and paired them with a pair of adult cowboy-sized diapers. So now the only happy trail you'll be having is the roadhead, not the trail brown behind. On your brown behind.
Well, and also you got to remember at this time, at least the European Americans, um, they weren't so big at on like bathing and shit. In fact, a lot of them would thought like if you bathe too much, you'd get sick, you know, or if you bathe in the wrong kind of water, you'd get sick. So you're you're just shitting yourself. You're not washing your clothes. You're not shower. Well, of course you're not showering, but you're not bathing. You're just drooling like a fucking psycho yeah. rapist. Hey, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, we're just just health in abundance. Um, and now let's go, like, travel, like, 3,000 miles across the American interior. Uh, we're the superior race. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, God. Savages. Pretty, they yeah. don't know how to shit like us. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But, uh, okay, so either it's which way, you know, uh, core discovery takes off. You know, is that where we, we basically are, Will? You're the one with the notes, but I can't see you, so. Oh, I got plenty of other notes about syphilis and gonorrhea. Let's do a little deeper dive into into the, the Basically, let's talk about gonorrhea first. Okay. Or the drip or the clap. They think it might come from the French term for brothel, clapier. Oh, they also call it the gleet, too. That's my yep. favorite. The gleet? Well, also, <laughs> okay, that's a thing. Uh, let's, let's go back to Deadwood here for a second. And there's there's that episode where like they're trying to they're shoving that shit up Al's dick, and he was like, "Oh, pass the gleets." I always thought they were trying to do kidney stones, but apparently that could have been like implying Al has syphilis of or course. gonorrhea, which makes more sense because he, you know, owns and operates and utilizes a brothel, so that makes more sense. But I always thought he was trying to get uh, kidney stones, but it, uh, maybe it was just the clap. I don't know. But if you want to. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, Tony, I know you still haven't watched Deadwood, but there's a fun part where, you know, a doc, like, pulls out what they're, the instruments that they're using to go up the urethra. Yeah. And, yeah, they're they're pretty, th- like a knitting needle with a, a curve in oh, it. So, woof. Yeah. <laughs> woof. So that, that can be fun. But, uh. No, it can't. Anyway. Oh. Uh, also, yeah, yeah. I, I noticed a, a strong string uh, in this. Like, all these diseases, um, they're generally... Basically, everybody wanted to blame them on the French, pretty much. If, if you had any kind of, uh, uh, like, yeah, any kind of STD, it'd be like French disorder. Uh, the like, what are some of the other euphemisms? There was like a ton of them, but basically, they're all blaming them on the French. So all yeah. these, those fucking the sy- assholes, they're not ashamed of sex. The gross, <laughs> yeah. creepy fucks. Yeah, it's like syphilis was known as like the French pox or you yeah, know, French, just whatever yeah. country they wanted to blame it on, but most mostly the Frenchies. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, yeah, because the Germans wanted to blame it on the Polish. And, uh, yeah, but most people kind of went to just blame it on the French, so. Blame it on Rio. Blame it on who? Rio, it was a movie. <laughs> oh. With Michael Caine, right? Uh, Did you know if you say the words... Is that the one with the bees? Yeah. Uh, no, no. Blame it on Rio. He, like, he's in South America. Did you know if you say the if you say the words, my cocaine, it sounds like you're saying Michael Caine in his own voice? My cocaine. That's the second appearance of, of that observation on the podcast. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> Damn it. Yep. Man, I'm just re- reusing all these fucking jokes. They're too good. Yep. They're too good to let Lee loose once. When were we mm-hmm. talking about Michael well, Caine before? Yeah, it never goes away like syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> Except for, yeah. It also, he is like 120. People, people were really optimistic in this shit, too, where, like, you know, oh, yeah, we successfully treated it because, you know, the symptoms would go away. So that you know, there's a lot of oh, the dipping my shit in milk and beer worked because the symptoms went away. Well, that's kind of what syphilis will do on its own sometimes, but it's never gone until you kill the spirochetes that are living in your blood. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. these guys would keep on taking their mercury and to keep on doing this. Oh, it worked just fine. No, it probably didn't do anything. And then it, yeah, yeah, some of these actually go away on their own, but not a very high percentage. Yeah, yeah, and like well, and not after fucking you all up though. 
No, but uh, uh, either which way. Uh, okay, so we we're yeah, we we're talking about gleets. Uh, where do you want to go from gleets? So just a few other symptoms on uh, gonorrhea. Uh, the symptoms occur within two to fourteen days in the men. Uh, painful urate urination, uh, purulent discharge. Mm. Mm. Then the infection spreads up the urethra, and 10% of the uh, victims, they can spread through the whole body and form abscesses around the urethra. That's why they had to jam the, the rod in there in the prostate. And uh, in the ladies, it can be hidden uh, with mild or no symptoms, especially at first. It infects the cervix and the fallopian tubes. And it might not bother the lady until those abscesses burst all the way up in there. Then it's holy fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then until recently, it caused blindness in newborns. Right. So, yeah. And then silver nitrate or antibiotics are put in the newborn's eyes now to kind of prevent that. Right. Which is kind of fun. Also, the army also had their term of uh, short arm inspection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they, like, basically they got on their pants and (laughs) the sergeant had to go rooting around down there to see if they had anything. Yep. So that's, uh, yeah, yeah, the short arm inspection. Yeah, yeah, just uh, everybody, like, drop trowel. And, uh, well, the way I understood it is, like, they'd have the uh, soldier manipulate their own dingus and see if any kind of cottage cheese came out. And then if that was the case, then you were, like, you know, treated for it. But, you know. Manipulate? Like, like kind of, kind of. Okay, soldier, get hard. No, they were, uh, you know, probably just, like, more like. Uh, Squeeze it? Treat, oh, milk treat, it? Treat, treat your dick like, uh, yeah, some, some Play-Doh. Got it. Kind of. Yeah, it's a regular and Sunday. And also, it can be in the tonsils or the around the rectum if you're into that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, it can get you. It can get you anywhere where the uh, where the or the or the, the ear or the nostril. Yeah, or where, wherever, wherever you the, put your where dick. there's a wet hole, wherever the genitals come a calling, uh, you know, <laughs> they can they can leave some some gunnery. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. I think we, like, okay, we covered the gonorrhea, and then the syphilis is more... Let's talk syphilis. Syphilis. Uh, like we I cut said, that part like out, that's Kind of sneaky. It kind of looks like uh, other diseases kind of at first. Small painless sores, which might heal, but that don't mean it's over. It's always there. Uh, and then skin rash, sores around the mouth, vagina or anus, fever, swollen glands, hair loss, headache, fatigue. And then it might go latent for a while. Uh, but if it's untreated, that's where you get the uh, dementia and the craziness and all sorts of good stuff. Nice. Uh, aneurysm, blindness, dementia. Yeah. And only a third of it gets this far if it's not treated, but uh, hooray for you if it does. Yeah. And like you say, uh, modern treatments include, you know, penicillin, other bi- antibiotics. Uh, non-modern treatments pretty much was pretty much was uh, some kind of mercury, which uh, much like these modern like drug commercials that you see on TV is like, oh, having trouble getting a boner? Take these pills. Oh, side effects might include anal, you know, include anal bleeding, you know, lungs coming out of your ear, you know, all this horrible shit. <laughs> that's actually worse than the affliction you're supposed to be trying to treat. That's kind of. How the mercury stuff was, there was a lot of like, um, like first your breath would turn horrible smelling and then your gums would start bleeding and then your teeth would fall out. 
Uh, you know, just all all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you know. But at least it might treat your fucking affliction. It, it just it's not. It's if it not if to it mention, doesn't kill you. Yeah, yeah, not to mention mercury will kill you eventually and make you fucking crazy. Yeah, it'll also make you crazy, like, much like the syphilis. So, well, that's where the term like mad as a hatter comes from, right? You're correct. They used to work with mercury while they're making felt hats. You're correct. Well, yeah, I think it's like mercury fulminate or something. Using yeah, yeah using it to mine. They'd all go crazy. Yep. See, I know a couple things yeah. about history. Or, or at least Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. I just don't have a lot of personal experience with it, but it sounds like you do, so I guess. <laughs> we used to have a lot of fun back at, back at Shelton High School. All right. So now that we have a kind of understanding of the symptoms that people can get, uh, should we... Oh, you should talk about the late stages, though. Where your eyes fall out and your oh, yeah. noses fall oh, and off. Your, and, and your genitals, your genitals can crumble. Fall off yeah. Crumble? My yeah. favorite example is when if it ate through your soft palate and then you try to eat and oh, oh, food would come food out of your would nose. fall out your nose. Oh, no. oh god damn it. <laughs> yeah. So there's that too. So yeah, once again, uh, you know, modern modern medicine is uh You end up like the Dietzes at the end of uh, Beetlejuice where they're just like turning into living corpses, like falling apart. Beetles. Dude's fucking jaw yeah. falls off and shit. Well, and they were comparing uh, in the you know in the in the big uh, big syphilis book here. Uh, uh, They're comparing it a lot to um, um, like leprosy, except for leprosy apparently it was a lot a more painless. Book? Like, and leprosy took longer and was like a lot less painful apparently because I think it probably killed off like a lot of your nerve endings first. Yeah, and like all your connective tissue and stuff. So yeah, yeah that's very painful. Yeah, but apparently the the the, the falling apart due to syphilis was. Worse than leprosy. <laughs> That's, you know, <laughs> when something's worse than leprosy, yeah, you, you maybe they thought, don't want uh, to be Chrissy, Chrissy Columbus had it because uh, he started to see God by the end of his voyages and uh, wanted to go back and try to find it in the New World and all sorts of weird shit. Well, yeah, when apparently yeah, he was pretty much unable to really do anything like the second and third voyages other than, well, enslave, you know, the indigenous population well he's delegating he didn't enslave yeah. himself yeah well right? what i love is you know this guy's like basically laying there dying and he's like oh yeah i'm delegating you know yeah yeah oh, oh the other treatment was uh of course bloodletting like tony was talking about yeah but also they had like steam baths where they would just kind of throw mercury oh in, yeah uh, on the fire yeah they use a so cinnamar just, yeah. just Fog, fog of mercury. What? It's pretty it, awesome. Okay, check it out. Okay, you know how like uh, like a sweat lodge kind of ordeal? Yep. Okay, so it's... it's Pour like, mercury on hot rocks? Well, they take a cinnabar, which is a mercury ore, and so they just throw that on the on the heater part, and then, yeah, yeah, have the hot steam, so you're just breathing like this steam with like mercury in it. Holy shit. And also, in some cases, they were talking about like they got overzealous, and they put too much heat to it and basically cooked people alive, yes. trying to... <laughs> Cure them. Well, that's probably better than fucking going crazy and dying of mercury poisoning. I mean, it depends, you know, are, are, are you uh, more Quicker. into a long, drawn-out, horrible <laughs> death or a really quick... Yeah, I suppose, you know. Shit. Is that where they got the name for that movie theater up uh, up North Seattle? I, uh, the Cinnabar? I would assume from that from that element. Yeah. Because yeah. it's uh, Cinnabar... Uh, I think it's a lot of times found like near where you're... Uh, I want to say we're near like mining like lead and shit. It's, it's yeah. kind of a, an associated... Uh, Friends with mineral, but yeah, it sounds like something you should eat, but it is not. Yeah, no, there's like a big eat. movie theater up north where you can like you can yeah. drink and stuff there. They, but that's because it's because it's a cinema bar. Oh, but uh, I thought maybe they steamed uh, uh, mercury while you're in the theater. 
Well, I mean, while you're watching Flash Gordon, yes. Well, yeah. by the 1600s, they were into mercury enemas too. So yeah. So basically, like I said, mercury just treats all the things, except for it doesn't really, and just makes you worse mostly. This is a tale of how the West was fought. How the West was fought. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I'm Captain William Clark of the Corps of Discovery, and on our fame journey to the Pacific, we collected a lot of stuff. Examples of flora and fauna, information of the native peoples, maps of the unknown continent. Also, we collected the French box and the gleet. Good thing we brought along Dr. Rush's bilious pills of thunder clappers. <laughs> Now with 60% mercury, kills all your venereals, gonorrhea, encephalus, and anything else that ails you. Headache? Gone. Bam! Now you have diarrhea. Stomachache? Bam! Diarrhea. Itchy teeth? Bam! Diarrhea. Moral gunshot wound to the head? Diarrhea. Side effects include diarrhea. Explosive diarrhea, projectile diarrhea, Jackson Pollock diarrhea, Exxon Valdez diarrhea, Challenger spacecraft diarrhea, and holy shit, I can't believe that came out of my ass diarrhea. That's Dr. Rush's bilious pills, the Thunder Clipper. Okay, we're back. So we're saying uh, 1801, there was 5,800 cases of syphilis of the French Canadians. Uh, we were saying before that was probably the same amount of number of French Canadians. Yep. Not as funny the second time around, yep. though. Uh, here's the uh, the homeopathic cures uh, as practiced by the natives. Uh, like we are saying, sassafras, uh, that was for a while bigger export than tobacco, so it must have did something. Yep. Real, just snake, just like root beer? Well, yep. yeah, one of the ingredients of root beer, yeah. Like, snake yeah. root, china root. Snake root, uh, which I tried, to look, I tried to look up snake root, and I got very little information other than the fact it's like endangered. So I wonder if that has to do with maybe it was like also over-harvested to treat drippy dick disorder like back in yep. the day and never, just, never recovered. And milkweed, just rubbing that on your dick. Uh, yeah. Shit, I do that anyways, turpin- man. Yeah. Uh, the Mississippi Indians used turpentine from the southern pine to rub on their gonads. Holy shit. Uh, which, which actually, like, turpentine-type shit, like, I mean, that was a big thing for, like, burns and blisters of other kinds. So, I, I mean, it kind of makes sense that they would try that, at yeah. least. Winnebago's used prickly ash. That's sounds uh, great. Comanches used boiled thistle roots. Ojibwa's gum of balsam fur. Bearberry and the Cherokees uh, epicac. Oh yeah, I which... guess that's good for everything. Uh, the fox and the sock uh, pine sap. So you know, just walking around yeah. with a sticky dick, I guess. Well, the epicac uh, kind of makes 
some sense in conjunction with the mercury if you believe that barfing makes you better. Right, that's the only thing I know about Epicac. Did they <laughs> yeah. they use it topically or they just no, chug you, it so you fucking you chug your it. guts out? No, it's 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 derived from a plant and you make a like a right. tea tincture kind yeah. of thing. And it's uh Mike Patton's record label. And so we can throw some Melvins in right here just to piss you off. Yeah, fuck it. You want to talk about the trip now? Yeah, let's talk about the trip. So, you know. All right. So. Okay, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, trying to keep 30 guys from fucking for uh, two years straight is not going to be an easy job. So uh, they knew that they were going to run into this good stuff. And there wasn't really no real fucking until late September when the Brule Sioux offered the captains two young women. Right. Uh, it was the 12th of September. According. But then the next night, Clark wrote, they again offered me a young woman and wished me to take her, and I did not despise him. So maybe he at least thought of uh, doing some fucking right then. So. Right. So this is going to come up as kind of a reoccurring theme along this trip is uh, very often, at least on the westward journey, the Corps of Discovery would like, you know, pull up to an Indian encampment, say hey to everybody, and sometime just get offered young women. Like, and they're like, hey. well, it's not like the young it, sailor. It's yeah. It's not exactly like, it doesn't seem like the young women were like doing that of their own accord. A lot of times they're being offered up by a husband or a father or an old lady or, you know, so there's well, a lot of that. Um, the Arikaras thought, um, well, probably all the tribes too, but definitely the Arikaras thought, you know, if they, if the, the White Matt's power gets passed to the ladies, and the ladies pass it on to the Braves, and right, so they can they not can just have all the, this medicine. Well, basically, basically, they yeah, they kind of thought that like power was actually transmitted along, you know, instead of just the clap. You mean so, like electricity? Kind of. Oh, like uh, no, not like you know, like uh, prowess like, in hunting or like yeah, right. you know, like so basically. Oh my god, that'd be so tight! It's, you don't have to learn how to play guitar; you just bang a chick well, that knows how to play guitar, and, and, you and that was kind of the theory. Well, and that was the theory here was like, here's how it would work in your guitar playing context. It'd be like, okay, you'd like offer up your wife to go bang the guy that knows how to play guitar better than you, and she'll act as a conduit. Then Why don't I just go suck it out of that dude's dick? I, you know, me being an egalitarian Fuck, society, cut the, middle, probably, cut the middle woman I, out, dude. Exa- exactly, but apparently like that wasn't... like the pick a destiny or something. Those guys, those guys are all fucking pussies, man. You just go straight to the fucking source. That's right. But any which way, that, so that was a, a point to where like the European-Americans saw the Indians were just being promiscuous and were kind of like, oh, you'll just offer up your wives and girlfriends for no reason. Well, they're like, well, no, it's like, you know, I want to transfer some of your power over to me. So it's just a difference in, like, understanding of right, how right. it would work. But. Well, essentially, everybody was not, you know, people weren't as, you know, tight ass as fucking puritanical Americans. Like, everybody was more sexually advanced than fucking we were back in the day. So, yeah, right, man. yeah. especially the goddamn dirty French. Yep. Yeah, we'd be a lot better off if we were French today. That's for sure. True that. 
Yep. Uh, oh. October 27th is when they get to the Mandad village, and already uh, from their journals, they had three men stick uh, with the uh, VD. Yep. Only after three weeks with the Mandan, the Corps had their first uh, marital run-in. Uh, the husband was wanting to kill his wife for running off with one of the men. Uh, she was severely beaten, because obviously it's her fault. Uh, yeah, well, well, sta- also stabbed three times, apparently. Uh, yep. It is the 1800s. She was severely beaten because it was Tuesday. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. well, and there's also stabbed three times. And I like. I think it was Clark. It's like, and then I told him, hey, don't do that near us. Not yeah. Don't do that to her. <laughs> Don't do it near our camp. Do not stab your wife around me, man. Yeah. Do that shit at home, please. Jesus. Uh. Yeah, and then uh, Chief uh, Black Cat of the Mandan came over and lectured the husband. And, you know, so basically it was okay if the husband offered, but if the woman chose on their own, then it wasn't. So uh, so women's, ooh, we we, t- women's suffrage, not not very advanced in the even the indigenous cultures of that time. Yep. Yeah. Uh you should talk about uh, the, the guy probably pulled well, down the not. biggest amount of tail on the trip, which would be drum roll the buffalo hunt or the buffalo the buffalo summoning ceremony. Oh, that too. But yeah. uh, York was probably the guy. Oh who, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Pulled down the most tail. So for those listeners that aren't familiar with the core of discovery, and uh, York York was uh, Clark, Clark's slave. He was a uh, like you know like the only black guy on the on the thing, and the Indians were fascinated by him. And a poor, apparently he was pulling down more ass than a toilet seat the, the entire time. <laughs> and uh, during the cold, cold uh, uh, fucking North Dakota winters, he got uh, frostbite on his dick. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he was the guy with the most hose, obviously, because, you know, mine goes way into my body cavity when if it's that cold. <laughs> oh, I oh, I get it. Okay. Well, that's like in this book they're talking about, yeah, like York got frost, frostbitten on his penis, but apparently recovered because of tales of a lot of uh, Native Americans that looked a lot like York in the years after the core discovery went through there. Oh, shit. Indicating that, you know, he... Spread. He was... He was fucking Johnny Appleseed. I was yeah. just going to say, like, yeah. no effects, Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. <laughs> and there is a uh, town, little town in Montana by Helena named after him, which is kind of a feather in the cap if you want to check that out at Yeah, that sure makes up for the whole slavery... Yeah. <laughs> See, we're equal. Yeah. Five. Uh, uh. Okay. Uh, January is when you're saying the uh, the buffalo ceremony, when the buffalo was running low, and uh, the young women had to lay down with the old men in the freezing open. Yeah. And uh, Lay down and do what? But they did find buffalo in the next hunt, so I guess it worked. Yeah, basically the the Mandan version at that time of uh, like attracting game, like fuck, uh, fuck, like calling them or like setting up decoys or. No, we're gonna uh, have the old men sit around and have all our like wives and girlfriends wrapped up in robes, and then like you know the old men go and you know have relations with whoever. Uh, and they also were uh, they they it seemed like they considered the Europeans. To be on kind of like an elder status like the old man, because they were offered a lot of times these nubile young women as well. And so they were, of course, they were, you know, the core of Discovery were super stoked about that. They weren't... Just drooling and fucking shitting down their legs yeah, and stuff. And they weren't, uh, well, and they weren't particularly convinced that it would, like, attract any buffalo. But like Will, like Will said, like, you know, after they did that ceremony, they got buffalo the next time they went out. So, I mean, by the same logic that all this mercury and shit's working, maybe yeah, that, right. you know... 
Oh, God. If it, like, <laughs> accidentally works one time, you're like, fuck yeah, that's I was how, right, man. That's how it works. She's a witch. Burn her. Yeah. You know, like. The Mandan also had the uh, the tradition of uh, stretching out the uh, labium. Yep. Well, yeah, and the way Clark <laughs> wrote decoration? it down. Well, Clark literally wrote down, he said the clitoris, but. He was talking oh, about what, yeah. like a five-inch. Well, he was talking about like five-inch clitori, and yeah. that that even in tribes that try to do that, the, the biggest, you know, the, nobody's been found to be able to actually do that. So they figure he meant labia. Must be, or he was like, like getting down with a bunch of like boys or something, or, and just didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. It. Or yeah, I don't know, but yeah, that was almost Thailand, but not quite. Yeah, not quite. But um, either which way, so yeah, that was that was an interesting anecdote about. Mm-hmm. Gen- genital manipulation, manipulation, uh, yes. aug- augmentation, yes. augmentation, all that, all of the above. Yeah. So April is when they left, and then they reported that you know many of the dudes had a VD that they caught from the Mandan there. So, but that's okay because oh, um, they kept on making them eat mercury. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Of course, uh, um, the guy who uh, the author of this book who wanted to blame everything on uh, on VD. Uh, April is when, uh, or actually when they got to the Great Falls. Oh, yeah, and Skagawea fell ill. Yeah, and they might, could have been obstructions with the Menzies, or it could have been gonorrhea. Yeah, well, I'm thinking obstruction, didn't she just, she had the baby, what, like two months before that, or a month or two before that? Yeah, and the baby didn't have any infection of the eyes, so right. she probably didn't have gonorrhea, but Charbonneau had plenty of wives back at the yeah. day so well and it's it's, it's def- possible well it's very likely that yeah charbonneau probably gave his wives you know being french at oh, a time oh, at a time oh. when the french were all you know i mean that's Syphilitic. what they were that was their claim of claim to fame we invented but, syphilis but yeah apparently skagawea got better without giving her like mercury and stuff she was instead given uh what opium and uh yeah that'll make you better and like licorice and shit yeah that'll definitely make you better There's, well, high as yeah. fuck eating licorice it's funny when i was well, before when i was talking about that that shopping list of everything yeah. a lot of these like medical ingredients are all shit like licorice and cinnamon it's basically all shit so you can gag down the horrific like medicine yeah you just mix it in with some fucking nut, full of sugar nutmeg yeah yeah totally so yeah yeah i have peruvian bark and opium <laughs> okay, Peruvian bark. I don't know. Could be from Peru. Who knows? I, well, or probably not. Did they it's have a, access a, to Peru back then? No, it's a jar full of uh, oh, yeah. dog dog voices from Peru. They have <laughs> they have dogs yell into a jar and they seal it up really quick. They mail it up to the fucking new territories. <laughs> Makes sense. Yep. Uh, they don't mention sex and again until they get the uh, get to the Shoshone. Right. <clears throat> and here we go. Quote, the chastity of their women were not held in high esteem. Yeah. And the husband will trifle barter for a night in bed if the reward is adequate enough. End quote. <laughs> here's some opium and licorice. Yep. Yeah, it was more like, here's a, well, one or was that, no, that was a, a Chinook in one, like, uh, here's an old cigar box. I remember reading. There was, <laughs> Hell yeah, dude, we can make guitar out of this thing, yeah. man. Sure, you can. Hang out with my wife for the evening. Give me that cigar box. Yeah. I'm thinking uh, when when we're talking about that, when they're talking about there's no contact until uh, the Shoshone, I think part of that, too, is uh, before you get to the Shoshone, wouldn't you have been pretty much in Blackfoot territory? Yeah. So there's your, once again, going back to, like, you know, the Blackfeet weren't uh, the most amenable to. I think it was further up north because it was uh, Lewis who shot him. Well, that was on the return. That's when they split parties. Well, that's on the return trip. Return, but I know yeah. in Blackfoot territory was all up, you know, by the uh, 
by the headwaters too. So oh, yeah. they, they were around in that area. I don't know. But I, that's just uh, my that's just my theory why they weren't uh, uh, sure. commiserating and canoodling as much as they were. You know, they basically the folks that lived in that area just weren't that into them. How do you spell canoodling? <laughs> Canoe and <laughs> yeah. doling out the mercury. How is so Rainier they, like having sex in a canoe? They're both yep. fucking near water. Yep. Or you catch a link cod and throw it in a canoe. Oh, canoe the link. Oh, wow. That. Wow. All right, we're done with this conversation. Yeah. Plus, half the <laughs> listeners don't know what a link cod is. Oh, oh, it's a scary looking sorry. fish, man. It's a delicious, it's scary looking fish with blue flesh. Oh, C A N O O D L E, canoodle. <clears throat> Yourdictionary.com. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at the Fort Laramie Parade Grounds. It's the Insane on the Plains Monster Wagon Rally. Brought to you by Manifest Destiny and Mountain Dew. We have 40 big Calistoga wagons crushing other Calistoga wagons for no reason. All your favorites will be there. Grave Digger, Wife Beater, Bigfoot, and the Chubacabra. And an evil weevil will attempt to jump the 20-foot deep Platte River Gorge on his rocket horse. Free face painting and scalping for the kids. Pit passes only two cents. Well, it's more of a shallow grave. Sunday, 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 Sunday at the Fort Laramie Parade Grounds. The Insane on the Plains Monster Wagon Rally. Admission is only a nickel, but you only need the edge of your savings. Actually, we don't have seats, so bring your road! Are we back? Yeah, we're back. That was quick. Uh, October is when they made it to the coast-ish. Um... Lewis uh, states on the dress of the Chinook woman, uh, they wore a skirt of tassels and, uh, quote, the whole being of uh, sufficient thickness when the female stands erect to conceal those parts. But when she stoops, this battery of Venus is not altogether impervious to the penetrating sight of the Amorite. Uh-oh. <laughs> is that Vic- Victorian uh, enough in the speech? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they weren't sure wearing, is. wearing any panties. When they right. Were well, over. and also one thing we were we were, we were we were remiss in not bringing up in the beginning is when he mentions Venus, and that is where the 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 root of the word venereal disease comes from. No is fucking Venus, way. The, go- the goddess of love, venereal disease. Venus, oh, I have yeah. no idea. And wh- oh, I see. He's trying to do. I'm your Venus. Except for he's singing it like a fucked up Muppet. <laughs> that he is. Yeah. But uh no, but yeah, that's the the, the root of the term venereal uh, means of Venus, which of is the, Venus. So your venereal disease being that. And there was the old uh, catchphrase, uh what was it, uh one night with Venus and a lifetime with Mercury? Because Mercury <laughs> being the you know That's good, man. Yeah. Uh, Mercury and Uranus. <laughs> yeah. Uh 
But, oh, like what I was saying is uh, they didn't seem super impressed with the uh, West Coast tries. Well, part of that was because uh, previous um, they'd been visited a lot by, like, the Russians and, you know, various other, like, seafaring folks on that side. So they've been trading with uh, Europeans for a long time and catching diseases from them. And they had had a huge uh, smallpox epidemic uh, earlier. They, I think he said almost like 20 years earlier. But when you think about generationally being to kind of decimate a population, because the fact is the Pacific Coast Indians had a really good kind of setup. You know, you have the abundant salmon, you got all that stuff. So there's no reason their population should have been all fucked up. Other than the fact they got a bunch of European diseases, which their bodies had no natural immunity to. And in some cases, there's records of, um, you know, after seeing your children die of smallpox and your elderly um, sometimes entire villages were just hanging themselves rather than dying of smallpox. So there was a big, like, generational kind of wipeout here on the on the Pacific coast before the core discovery got there. Holy shit. And there was already some, you know, venereal disease present due to interactions with, like, say, Russians, uh, uh, Brits, and things like that earlier. Yeah. So. But, yeah, Lewis and Clark did not seem super impressed with... Uh, yeah, and they didn't have much to trade with them by that time. They're kind of running out of stuff. Right. And the the Klats up in the Chinook, they weren't going to give that shit away for free because they understood the bartering system a little bit better than, than the Mandan. They were giving it away just, just for the fun of it. And Right. And these are some of the people, I mean, they're not the exact same people, but they're some of the people closely related to... Uh, you know, if you all remember the first episode when we're talking about uh, Captain Thorne trading with uh, some people, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty shrewd traders until you hit him in the face with the sea otter pelt. And then, you know, yep. but yeah, that's that's also how you get syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> syphilis. Uh, syphilis. Here's another note on the uh, dress of the uh, the coastal women. They had a habit of, uh, quote, habit of remaining loose and unsuspended grow to great length, particularly in aged women, and many of whom I've seen in the bubby reach as low I, as the bre- waist. Well, and that's my thing, is since Lewis and Clark spell on the level of about a fourth Boobs. grader, he was, I think he was trying to say boobies. I, I literally think that's what he meant. Wait, what did he actually say? Okay, so check it out. Bubby. I'll, I'll, I'll reread it. Uh, when this vest is worn, he spells worn, W-O-A-R-N, <laughs> the, the breast of the woman is concealed. Uh-huh. But without it, it is almost always the case that they are exposed and from the habit of remaining loose and unsuspended, grow to a great length, particularly in aged women, in many of whom I have seen the booby reach as low as the waist. Oh, y'all got saggy titties. That's what he was saying. He's got it. Rango tango titty. Oh, rango tango titty. Like golf balls and tube socks. Yep. Uh, bike, biker chick uh, rack or whatever you want to. Wow. <laughs> yep. Never mind. I mean, if you have saggy boobs, we still love you. You're, 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 yeah. you're still a good person. What, what was the. the I fucking... got pot tits, so it doesn't matter. Who's yeah. that? Who's that comedian? Yeah. He, he was talking about like some uh, some old biker chick. Like. Talking. I think it was like, George Carlin. Like, like, you want to see my tits? And he's like, once you've seen one set of titties, you pretty much want to see them all. <laughs> yeah, sure. Show them to me. Yeah. They're, they're all lovely. Yeah. Even I, if you have to roll them back up that's and put right. them in your... I do not discriminate. Yeah. All right. Any which way, but yeah. So, yeah. Even if you have them on your back, if you're Quasimodo. If you have them on your back, you've got other problems. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I suppose. <laughs> uh, also, they mention on... Uh, on the return trip from the Nez Perces, they had the uh, practice of the menstruation lodge. Oh yeah, which is always fun. Whoa! Whoa <laughs> and what? if the woman needed that... anything, they were they had to chuck uh, chuck food and water yeah. to her from a safe distance. The menstruation lodge is that where you you buy like uh, like uh, 
like lady uh, uh, goods? No, it's like it's a lot like um, I think uh, didn't it's like, like Motel Six. Well, didn't a lot of like uh, kind of like even like you know like uh, Middle Eastern like kind of societies like okay, you're menstruating, go in this tent, you know, until you're done, and we're gonna sequester you in this tent. I mean, this this is shit that I, I I'm I I have to do. I suppose we could do a whole episode on that someday. We should probably have some women help us with that. Yeah. So otherwise, we're just talking out of our ass. But uh, shit. Or meanwhile, pussy. the dudes are leaking out their asses and yeah. drooling everywhere, you know, and they fucking. I'm just gonna walk around. Well, there. But like Will was just saying, I love the fact that like you know, in a lot of cultures, like uh, basically they were afraid of menstruating women is what it amounted to. <laughs> so it's like, oh shit, don't get it near me, you know that kind of thing. Like you don't oh. want it. So he's talking about you'd get like if they needed anything like food or anything, they'd get like fifty paces away. And just kind of like hurl it at the lodge. What the fuck? What do they think? Ghosts were coming out of their vaginas They're, or something? I, I don't know the specific thing that the Nez Perce were worried about. But I mean, if you read about a lot of indigenous cultures and even like, you know, middle-aged European cultures, they were terrified, terrified, terrified of Menzies. Just oh, scar- scariest thing. Let's 100% do a whole episode on this. <laughs> I'm gonna, just, I'm, I've never even heard of this We'll before. have to get some of our lady compatriots in fuck here. Yes. So, you know. Yes. Yeah, no. There's a classic Kids in the Hall sketch about that, where he's just comfortable about menstruation. <laughs> Hi, my name's Dave Foley, and uh, something you might not know about me is that I have a good attitude towards menstruation. <laughs> That's right, I'm the guy. The guy with a good attitude towards menstruation. Oh, I know a lot of men are made uncomfortable by this monthly miracle, but not me. No. I embrace it. Embrace it the way some men embrace the weekend. Well, I anticipate it the way a child anticipates Christmas. Did you know that uh, in a lot of Native Indian cultures, menstruating women were forced to leave the village lest their powerful magic should overwhelm that of the shaman? If I was shaman, I wouldn't be so competitive. I'd be more open and giving. I'd be a shaman with a good attitude towards menstruation. Because after all, what is it? A cluster of blood vessels awaiting a fertilized egg. Providing a safe, warm place for that egg to grow. And if a life does not occur, the whole thing is flushed away and the cycle begins again. Now, is that anything to be ashamed of or disgusted by? No. This is the nesting stuff of humanity. That's why the woman I shall love will be able to menstruate as fully and freely as she desires. Even if her monthly flow should build an intensity to a raging rust-colored torrent. A river of life-giving blood flowing from between her legs. Some cataract plunging off the edge of our couch. No, no, even if Cordoba were to come upstream battling the river, singing a jaunty song, I would take no offense. Rather, I would ford across that mighty womanly river and fetch herbal tea and pamperin. And then, I'd mop her brow and I would admire her fecundity. For I have a good attitude toward menstruation. Using that as a selling point to date women, I guess, or something, I don't know. Sweet. Hey, baby, uh, okay, I'm... so we could, I guess, try to wrap it up a little bit. I got a little bit more, but um, so gonorrhea might go away without any specific treatment. Uh, syphilis, no way in hell. And the mercury might have helped suppress the symptoms, but did not cure shit. It actually so, did kind of suppress symptoms. It probably just made you sick enough where you didn't notice the oh, other right. symptoms. Yeah, it's like when yeah. you got a hangover, you can't tell if you got a flu or, or not. Or, you know, basically, you're. I mean, there is something maybe to be said about the fact that you're definitely irrigating a lot of the areas if you're right. kind of like 
cleaning out the wounds with your saliva bit. and your water poop. And water. I, I, I guess water poop doesn't sound like a very sanitary. <laughs> Put some water poop on that. Make you feel all better. Yeah. No. Hey, William Henry Harris. <laughs> yeah. Snakes it's like you or something. But, but yeah, so like, uh, yeah, what what do we know? Uh, I'm going to reiterate. What do we know that actually gets rid of the spirochetes? Penicillin. Penny. Ex- except for Penny. now... We're getting to the point uh, some of these are becoming resistant to penicillin. So if we're all real Super lucky, bugs. if we're all real lucky, by the time we uh, we pass away, uh, we might be thrust back into an era where we have no real good way of treating some of these Hell yeah. diseases. I assume they're going to just get larger, so we're going to have to fight them like Starship uh, Troopers. Oh, that would be super into it, dude. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, the yeah. old good bug. You want to hear some bug. famous syphilers? Famous syphilers? Is that... Syphiliers. I want. I like Syphiliers. Sy- that's good. Oh. Famous Syphiliers <laughs> throughout history. Dun 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 dun. I, th- I think that was the name of the French uh, foreign legions, like cavalry or something. Yeah. <laughs> <The> Syphiliers. <laughs> so Churchill, Churchill's father was a Syphilier. All right. Lord Lord Randolph, Freddie Nietzsche, Scott Joplin, Henrik Heine. I forgot to write down who he was. I guess we'll have to look him up. Al Capone. Oh, yeah. yeah well, that was that pretty one. famous, yeah, because he yeah. lost his shit and started fishing in his swimming pool and expected to catch shit. Toulouse, La Star, La Trek. Toulouse, La Star Trek, right? Okay, what? That's how you spell that. Who? Toulouse, uh, Toulouse Star Trek? La Trek. Okay, which, oh, which, which particular <laughs> French-Canadian was that? The guy who did all the paintings, dumbass. Oh, oh, not French-Canadian, <laughs> just French-French, huh? Yeah, I, well, I just wrote Star Trek just to be an asshole. Yeah. In your fucking Henry, comic sans. Hen- yeah, Henry number eight, uh, Paul Gauguin, Henry. Oscar Wilde, Ivan the Terrible, uh, Chrissy Columbus again, uh, Benny Mussolini, Leo Tolstoy. I like how Hitler. you're talking about all these people. It's like uh, the kindergarten version everybody. of them. Old Benny Mussolini. Chrissy Columbus. <laughs> yeah, Chrissy Columbus. Uh, Tolstoy, Hitler maybe, Lincoln, Shakespeare, <laughs> Hitler Beethoven. maybe. Johnny Wilkes Booth and uh, Vincent Van Gogh. Um, yeah, basically everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. Pretty much everybody of note until like uh, the, turn of the turn of the 20th century. Probably probably some, some kind of syphilis. And uh, Lewis never said that he had a VD. Uh, you know, he only mentioned like three of the guys by name in, in his journal. Right. But uh, his death is always... Still de- debated about today. Derek, about- uh, Carrie, and uh, uh, Kelly—they all had syphilis. Not me, though. Not <laughs> me. I was yep. fine. Well, that's but- the thing. Is, yeah, he, he, Will's talking about uh, Mary, Meriwether Lewis' official cause of death was suicide, except for the <laughs> fact he had been shot in the head and the gut. Well, <laughs> if you're gonna kill yourself, I mean, that's a surefire way to do it. But you know, you know it was like, oh, maybe he got mad, like, went mad, and was Crazy. melancholy from the syphilis. Yeah, shot I, himself in the gut and was like, oh fuck, that didn't work. Had to it, reload his fucking musket I, and then blow his head off. I think it was more likely he was murdered because, like, he like they found him and he was missing money and stuff and yeah. shot twice. But, yeah, you know, there's also one account where he had cuts everywhere. Yeah. So he might have did that to himself, but you know, more than likely, he probably was. Of course, he was like one of the probably aside from the president, like the most famous person of of the time. Um, of course, he didn't really like being governor of Louisiana, though. So he might have offed himself, but 
Instead of just quitting his fucking job. I'm just saying it's a bold move to gut shoot yourself first. That seems like an unpleasant, uh, unpleasant, unnecessary step. And it's not like you gotta, it's not like you can just quickly cock the gun and fire it again. You gotta like, oh, fuck, (laughs) that didn't work. Like, load a ball in, shove it down the fucking hole. Well, let's assume that he'd have like a couple pistols, you know, you gotta carry a brace of pistols. (laughs) Otherwise, I mean... What's even the point? You got a bandolier instead of bullets. It's just got thirteen guns. Well, in that's it. what they did, man. Really? That was uh, uh like Blackbeard was very famous for like when he'd go into battle, he'd have at least like six brace of pistols on him. Shit. And a brace is two pistols per, so that's like twelve pistols. Oh fuck, I was right. Yeah. I went Baker's dozen though. Yeah, Baker's dozen. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, there's one major in Killers Memphis dozen. that later wrote to Clark that Lewis was in a state of derangement and said that Clark was coming like after him. Clark was coming after him? Not not coming after him, oh, but was right. behind him on the trail. So this summer, you can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> Clark but, uh, is coming. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what Lewis was Clark's to have name? a history of depression uh, and alcoholism, though. Of course, he could have been bipolar due to the furious inbreeding in his family, but furious. Who knows? <laughs> and uh, he was taking uh, opium for his malaria, even though he knew that he had to take quinine for that. But whoa, whoa, you know, whoa! Who knows? <laughs> so he was a fucking like he was a junkie. He had malaria. He's probably had going. He's probably going crazy from the fucking syphilis. He was super famous, which makes people bummed out. This guy had so many reasons to die. Yep. Other than Probably. just living in the 1800s. That's. Oh yeah, and know. he lived in the 1800s. That was well, most. That was the main reason most people needed. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, it's like bands. You know, you want to die young. You don't want to. Yeah, like, dude. You know, have he to play that... like, um, fucking Indian casinos or something. Yeah. Well, you want that right. die that rock star death at the ripe old age of twenty seven? Yeah, yep. That's, which that's which you're you're, you're a grandfather at that point in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, yep. All right, have we talked about, about enough about Drippy Dicks? And uh, wait, who's Drippy Dicks? We didn't talk about him. <laughs> Famous cowboy singer Drippy Dicks. Drippy Dicks. <laughs> yeah, he is brother of Tom Dicks. Tom Dicks and and Harry the other Tom brother. Dick and Harry Dicks. Yep, Dick Dicks. Okay. I think I learned a lot today. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate about it. About dicks? Yep. Sex education in Shelton High School in 1996 was not fantastic. Uh, I bet you it was better than it is today. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. It's supposed to teach creationism with it, too. So. Yeah. so everybody gets a chance at every type of belief. That's right. Teach the controversy. That's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else, Will? Nope. Hail of gunfire. All right. Let's go out in a hail of gunfire. Oh, I was, I was nope. going to do my song called Sakakawi. Okay, Ghana hail of gunfire. But... Yeah, but, yeah, we don't. Yeah, hail of gunfire. gunfire.
germ causes syphilis is so tiny that 3,000 of them laid end to end will measure only one inch. The sporochete moves readily from person to person by direct skin to skin contact during lovemaking and intercourse. It thrives in the warmth and moistness of the human body. Okay, pitch number three, please. <laughs>